Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Online with HD. And last week we finished off our season with the best of Online with HD. And this week, boy, do we have a special episode for you viewers, listeners, whatever you want to call yourselves. Now, I was fortunate enough to get a media pass to head to Hollywood's Night of Nights. We went to the Allen Border Medal, Cricketers Nights of Nights, went to Tropfest, that's Short Films Night of Nights, and of course we went to the Oscars. That's right, Online with HD headed to the Oscars the day before actually, and saw the red carpet getting set up. We had some interviews with some people here and there, but it gets better. Not only did we get that, but we managed to get a backstage, behind-the-seeds pass to an NBA game, which is a National Basketball Association game in America against two of the finest teams in the league, the Los Angeles Clippers and the Memphis Grizzlies. So we're going to start you off with the Oscars and then head through all the way through the NBA. It's a very exciting, a bit of American version of Online with HD, so make sure to stay tuned. Now, of course, you may have missed an episode. It happens to the best of us. It happens to the worst of us. And if you want to see that episode, hear it, sorry, not see it, be very hard to do. I mean, you can see it on your computer, but uh, you know what I mean. If you want to hear that episode, go to SoundCloud, Online with HD. Then head over to Facebook, like our page, Online with HD, follow us on Twitter, do all that. And then make sure to tune in every Friday at 10am on ZFM Country for the latest episode of Online with HD. Of course, Next week starts Season 2, and we have a big surprise in store for everyone that's waiting at home. A huge surprise, so make sure you listen, because we're doing something a bit different with radio. We're trying to turn it up a notch, so we're going to see how we go. Now, this week is the Oscars and the NBA, so we thought, what better way to start this than playing some of the Oscar-nominated songs for this year? And there were quite a few songs from the Lego movies, Everything is Awesome, 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 don't even know what that is, to Grateful from Beyond the Light, but the winner of the 2015 Oscar for Best Original Song was Glory from Selma. And the music and lyrics were by John Steffens and Lonnie Lynn. And we're going to listen to Glory from Selma, which won the 2015 Best New Original Song at the Oscars. Here it is, with Online with HD. One day when the glory comes now, Glory was actually performed by John Legend and Common, so that's an interesting fact to know. And now we're going to head to the Oscars over in LA, and I'm, I'm live with myself about a week ago at the Oscars. Let's have a listen to what I had to say. It's Harry here from Online with HD, and I'm here at the Oscars, which is very exciting. The dress rehearsal is today, so we're going to see how we go. We're going to try and get some interviews with the up-and-coming famous people. As you can see, this is Oscar Boulevard. I've, I've got the whole Oscar crew around, so it's very exciting. We're going to be right back, and we're going to check out who we can talk to on Oscars Red Carpet in LA 2015 for Oscars the 70, 78th, I think, Oscars, or 87th. We'll check that out. We'll be back with you very shortly. Thank you, past me, for that uh, riveting segment. Now, we're going to have some interviews, and we are going to have interviews from the Oscars, not with the most famous people you'd expect, but we did get some interviews. Let's have a listen to how some of our interviews went down at the dress rehearsals for the Oscars. So Oscars week is it's very exciting. Um, there seems to be a dress rehearsal happening today. So there's people walking around with, with signs on them saying certain people. I've seen Mark Ruffalo and um, Sarah Hines. Not the real people. These are people acting like them to practice the dress rehearsal. So it's really everyone setting, setting things up for today. So we're going to have a look around and see, see who we can meet. 
It's Harry from Online with HD, and I'm here with Mark Ruffalo and Sarah Haynes. So tell me, you guys excited for the Oscars today? Well, of course. Yeah. Lots of fun to be here. And what do you think? Who's who's going to take out top prize? Um, best best picture. Since we get to play all the actors, we can't really pick our favorite. Uh, but yeah, I, 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 it's going to be a toss. I really don't know for sure. And, and what are you two nominated for, if you're nominated for anything? I'm nominated for uh, Best Supporting Actor for Foxcatcher. And, and right now I'm playing the host for the pre-show. So her name is Sarah Haynes, and she will be up here on the stage later today. Great. Well, good luck for um, interviewing. Good luck for the actual awards. Thanks very much. So that was Mark Mark Ruffalo. Um, not actually him. It was a stand-in who's pretending to be him for the Oscar carpet, Oscar pre-show thing. And Sarah Haynes, who's actually one of the presenters, which is all very exciting. Wasn't that a great interview with a mock Sarah Hines and Mark Ruffalo? They were the stand-ins that potentially could have been sitting there in the theatre. Because an interesting fact about the Oscars is that sometimes they have sit-ins. So people just sit in the chairs in order to fill the roles of people that couldn't make it to the event, so it always looks like it's full. Now, right after this song, we're going to have some interviews with special people in a different way. They're not the Oscar nominees, but they are people on the street, and they told us a bit about what they thought about the Oscars. Now, we're going to head to another song. This is another Oscar-nominated song from Begin Again, and it's called Lost Stars, sung by Adam Levine. This is Online with HD, Presented to you the Oscar-nominated song, Lost Stars, sung by Adam Levine. Welcome back to Online with HD. Now, we did have some good interviews with some random people at the Oscars. Ask them who they thought would win and who they thought was the best actor, those type of things. So let's have a listen to how our interviews went down in America with live audience members at the rehearsal of the Oscars' red carpet. So you're here with Online with HD, and I'm here. Sorry, what's your name, sir? Walter. Walter, I'm here with Walter. Now, Walter, uh, do you live in LA? Is this your home ground? Yes, born and raised. So, are you excited for the Oscars tomorrow? Uh, well, yeah. I mean, I don't. I haven't. I'm not really a movie person, but um, you know, we actually. I, I just came out here to visit. I, I wasn't um, really here. Fair enough. Movie. Just, just by chance. Now, tell me, who do you think is going to win the big Best Picture? Uh, it's probably. Uh, I'll say probably American Sniper. Yeah. Have you seen this film? No, I haven't. But it just. It just Seems just the vibe of it. People seems. are talking about it. People seem to be passionate on both sides of, you know, those who are for and those who are against. Yeah. Okay, great. And who do you think is going to take out Best Actor or Actress? Oh, maybe Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper for, uh, for American Sniper? Yeah. <laughs> well, great. Thank you very much for being with Online with HD and enjoy the rest of your stay in LA. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. Have a good Thanks day. very much. Hi, you're here with Online with HD and I'm here with, sorry, what's your name? Andy. Andy and? And she's Singh. And, and you, I was, I'm here for the Oscars, which is very exciting. Have you guys ever seen this before? Are you, are you from here? We're always watching. And yeah, always watching? Yes. And um, so you're gonna... Absolutely. Very exciting yeah. to be here. And, and we came from Boston, and this and is the first time. And, ah. and got very the... from the snow, the city. Yeah. And now, yeah. We... now you're in the warp with the Oscars, yes. all the fame and fortune. It's very exciting. Now tell me, who do you think is going to win Best Picture? <laughs> oh. Controversial question, uh, but I thought. Hard, but yeah, we have to speaking. really watch those movies yeah, carefully, more, yeah. and that's uh, okay. Yeah, and so, uh, yeah. I know that the Sniper got a very good review, but yeah, yeah, a couple people have been saying American Sniper is the way to go, which is you know we'll have to see. It's a great American tale. I don't know if you know, no doubt, and you know uh, a lot about it. I, I, I read a little bit about it, but I haven't really seen the film, so I cannot say for sure. It's motivation for us to watch the movie more. So if it wins, then you'll have to watch it. It's as simple as that. Absolutely. Oh no doubt. Yeah. 
No doubt. That movie sounds very intensive. And, yes, uh, it does indeed. Yeah, and it's wartime. I don't know, but uh, it's really people like to think deep about the war and of all that course. stuff. Well, we'll have to see tomorrow night. Thank you very much for interviewing. You've been on Australian radio, which is very exciting. Um, have a great night and enjoy the Oscars tomorrow night. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Thanks, Thank guys. Weren't those people giving riveting insights into who could win the Oscars? Now, after this song, we're going to tell you who won the awards Best Actor, Best Actress, Best Supporting Actor, Best Supporting Actress, Best Director, and of course, Best Picture. So stay tuned. But first, we have another Oscar nominated song. Now, this song is called Grateful from the movie Beyond the Lights, and it's sung by Rita Ora. This is Grateful by Rita Ora with Online with HD. And we're back with Online with HD. Now, there are a lot of winners and a lot of losers. Well, not losers, people that didn't win the awards. Yeah, I guess you could call them losers. At the Oscars 2015. And we're going to tell you who won and who lost. Now, animated feature film. There are a lot of different people that could have won. And the winner was Big Hero 6. The winner for the actress in the best supporting role against the wonderful Meryl Streep, Emma Stone, Kira Knightley, was... Patricia Arquette from Boyhood. In the actor for the best supporting role, there was Robert Duvall, Mark Ruffalo, Ethan Hawke, Edwin Norton, and the winner was J.K. Simmons from Whiplash. Seeing the film, I have to say, was absolutely incredible in it. Highly recommend that you all watch the film. Just to see J.K. Simmons, he was phenomenal. Now, the actress in the leading role, please hold back your applause. There was a whole bunch of people that were nominated. We had Rosamund Pike, Reese Witherspoon, Felicity Jones, Marion Cotillard, but the winner from Still Alice, was Julian Moore. Now, actor in a leading role. There was big names there. We had Bradley Cooper, Steve Carell, Benedict Cumberbatch, Michael Keaton. But the winner from The Theory of Everything was Eddie Redmayne. And of course, what you're all wondering, if you don't already know, is who won the best picture. We had a whole bunch of different movies. We had another Wes Anderson film, um, The Grand Budapest Hotel. We had Whiplash. Boyhood, The Theory of Everything, Selma, The Imitation Game, American Sniper, and the winner was Birdman, or The Unexpected Virtue of Ignorance, which was directed by Alejandro G. Inataru, who also won Best Director. So the winner of the 2015 Oscar for Best Picture was Birdman. I highly recommend seeing the film. It's absolutely fantastic. Now, after this song, we'll be back with the NBA. So stay tuned for the second half of the show, which talks about the basketball. But before we go to that, we are going to have a song and we're going to have the best picture song, the best song from the Oscars last year, 2014, by Adina Menzel. And that was Let It Go from the movie Frozen. This is Let It Go from the movie Frozen with online with HD. We'll be right back. On the 23rd of February, 2015, a monumental event happened. The number two seed team on the Western Conference in the National Basketball League of America, the Memphis Grizzlies, played the number fifth seed, that's fifth place for all you that don't know the seeding system, Los Angeles Clippers. And it was a huge game, but the most important thing was that we got exclusive access to the locker rooms, to courtside, and got to hear about what the coach thought, what the players thought at this monumental game. And we've got interviews for you with big names like Doc Rivers, the coach of the, of the um, Los Angeles Clippers. We've got Chris Paul, an all-star player, DeAndre Jordan from the Los Angeles Clippers, Spencer Hawes, Dustin, um, Austin Rivers, Big Baby Glenn Davis, Matt Barnes, all from the men's, 
all from the Los Angeles Clippers. And of course, the famous and all-star player, Marc Gasol from Spain, from the Memphis Grizzlies. So we're going to start with some of our pre-game interviews. And we started off with an interview with Doc Rivers. Let's have a listen to Doc, what Doc Rivers had to say before the game at the Clippers versus the Memphis Grizzlies with online with HD. Surprised are you that the team has played as well as they have without Blake? And is this kind of like the playoffs before the playoffs, considering the competition? Well, it, it, I hope not, because we don't have Blake. So, uh, but they're all big games. I mean, every night, uh, like I said earlier in the West, you, know, you, you watched last night, Portland, Memphis. You know, you're looking at the game, and you're trying. Well, who do we want to lose this game? I mean, you know, it's just someone's going to lose, and uh, it's going to help you whenever they do. And tonight, I'm sure all the teams are looking at us, thinking who they want to lose this game. You know, it's just the West, so it, it's hard. Uh, it's competitive. I'm happy the way we're playing. Uh, I don't know if I'm surprised or not. You know, uh, for us, because Blake's out, we, you know, I've, and I keep talking about it, we've adopted this one-game attitude. You know, that's the only thing we can have. We can't look ahead. We, we're not deep enough to do that right now. So we just try to focus on the single game. Doc, is, is there a guy that you played against that had an offensive <laughs> skill set similar to Marcus Alls? Kind of his all around. Can't even remember that far back. And, and, and so, <laughs> what kind of stresses does that place on the defense when you've got a center who can go to twenty feet? Or do everything. You know that'd be easier to just. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, it, he's tough. I mean, he's um, he's slow, fast. You know, is what we say. You know, he looks slow as molasses, but he's fast because he's smarter than the guy guarding. That gives him a step. You know, uh, he's. He can pass. He's a, not a good passer. He's a great passer. Uh, he's crafty. He puts the ball on the floor. He can shoot hook shots. You know, he has all the old man moves. You know, plus he has the jump shot. I mean, he's just a very difficult guy to game plan for. You know, um, he destroyed us in Memphis. And a lot of it uh, started out on the outside. You know, he started making jump shots. Then the next thing you know, when you looked at the stats at the end of the game, I think he was 7 for 7 or 6 for 6 at the rim. You know, and so he's just a tough guy to guard. You, you talked about all the good teams in the West, but is there anything about the Memphis and the Clippers that's unique? Anything that's a little more intense than that? Well, I think because they've played against each other, or we played against each other twice in the playoffs, that all automatically, uh, the guys who are still there, the remnants of the guys who are still there, that always brings extra stuff. You know, it just. It does, you know. It's the same thing with us in Golden State now, and uh, and the same thing with Memphis. You go through a seven-game series with each other. There is never any love loss after that. It just isn't. No, that's the way it works. It's probably good. You know, when you play a team twice in one week, is that? Do you approach that any differently? Is it more like a playoff? No, you know, again, uh, with us, with, without Blake, again, we're just trying to. We're focused on the night, and if we win. Then we have to figure out what we did right and try to do it again. If you don't, you have to figure out what what can you do differently, you know. And, and them too, though. I mean, they haven't faced us without them, so you know they have to change because we've changed a little bit how we're playing. What's uh, Jeff Green's impact been with Memphis? Uh, he's been good. He just gives them another solid player, you know. Um, they've been playing well all year. You know, it's funny no one talks about Memphis, but. Uh, of all the teams in the West, other than San Antonio, they're the only other team to me that plays exactly the same every night. You know, uh, San Antonio, they know exactly who they are. 
uh, Memphis. They know they know exactly who they are. They're going to play that way. Uh, and last night was a great example of that. In the third quarter, Portland looked like you know the game got up and down. Looked like they were going to run away from them. And Memphis never even blinked. They just kept playing the normal their normal way. You okay over there? <laughs> I didn't have to call you out. I'm sorry. Uh, and the, um, they end up winning the game. You know, so that's that's what makes them unique. Your son missed a game, and we're told if somebody says two weeks, it looks like he plays the next day. And yeah. Uh, we have this Holy River water that we use, and we're, we're going to give it to Blake next. No, no, I don't know it. Uh, yeah, that's good. I'm glad he came back. Uh, clearly, uh, and it, it seems to feel good. One of the great uh, intangibles of sport that you play this many games, you spend this much time together, is team chemistry. And I want you to interest the way the other guys are. Handle being around your son and then having fun with him after you had the big game. Uh, you have to just kind of stand back and watch this. Is, it, is this as good as it looks on the outside? Yeah, our chemistry, and that, due to Austin, I must say, our chemistry overall is just, you know, since we made all those, you know, those little moves, um, it's it's been fantastic. You know, it, re it really has. And it starts with our starters, you know, on the floor. Uh, to our bench, you know, uh, Dante, you know, it's funny, it's like, he doesn't play a lot, but he's been fantastic for us. Um, it, it helps, clearly, when your chemistry is good, you know. Um, it probably got us through that little tailspin, you know, when we went on that long trip and struggled. You know, I don't know before that if we had a struggle like that, if we'd been able to come out that easy. And uh, so it's just nice. We've got to keep it going, though. Yeah. It shows on things like uh, when you start hacking DeAndre that team before yeah. the rest of the team turns and looks at the coach and you know, like, get this guy out of here. Yeah, it's been great. They're cheering, you know. Um, you know, again, it's, it's almost hilarious, you know, when Dante or when uh, DJ's going through that and you hear all the guys on the bench yelling instructions, and I'm thinking, please don't listen to all this stuff. <laughs> you know, put your elbow in. Now follow through. You know, you hear it all on the bench. And, you know, there's times you want to say, can, can you guys just pipe it down a little bit? I mean, he's got enough thoughts in his head to begin with. But it's all, you know, it's positive stuff, and it's good. Mark? Talking a lot of people, we were talking earlier about Memphis. Some analysts have talked about the fact that they've got some left-handed guys, and that can be uncomfortable to play against. I know you probably played them enough to where it probably isn't. <clears throat> Well, I never guarded, uh, enjoy guarding left-handers. And, and what, that's amazing when you think logically. It should be easier because when they shoot, you don't have to reach across. You can reach right in front. But you play against right-handers your whole life, and you're always reaching across when a guy takes a shot. Um, and, you know, they may have something to do with it. I just think they're good. You know, I think uh, they're just really good. And, um, again, they have an extremely high basketball IQ basketball team. You know, all of them. Um, and so I think that helps as well. Memphis is one of the top defensive teams in the league as well. Is it just their size inside that makes them so imposing? What's the what's the? Part well, they have a lot of things. You know, I think uh, Michael Conley, again, who didn't get far enough talk for the All-Star game. You know, it's amazing. People were upset at all these other guys that didn't make it, and no one talked about Conley, and they had the second-best record in the West. You know, I, I just keep thinking... Is anyone ever going to bring this kid's name up? Because he, he can really defend. Uh, Tony Allen is the best defender, uh, maybe the best, I think, is uh, off the ball, or, you know, non-big maybe in the league. 
So, and then you have those two guys in the back. So they have a lot of guys that can defend. They they match each other and uh, they buy into the system. Uh, with the history that uh, the Clippers and Memphis have uh, recently in the postseason and um, some of the guys maybe out there on the floor, is tonight one of those uh, games you'd really like to see this Clippers team more calm and poised and maybe not because they obviously could come into a, a tech fest again. Well, yeah, I hope we don't have a tech fest. We've had enough of those this year. Uh, what, you know, I don't mind if it's an emotional game or if the games play with emotion, you know. That's never too bad, you know. We, what we don't want to get into is a game where you're, you're putting your hands on each other and, and, and you know, a mud wrestling, because I think they would enjoy that, you know. And uh, I don't think we want to play that way. So, you know, uh, what do they say? Styles makes fights, you know. Um, I think when we play each other, that's a very good example of that. You know, Sugar Ray and Duran. And I know who we have to be. In the fight, too. Not the first fight. <laughs> uh, you guys are coming up on the, the roster deadline for, for the playoffs. You've got two open spots. Is there anything imminent there? Yeah, it's going to happen tonight. <laughs> okay. Can you tell us what? No, I'm just joking. I mean, I don't know if there is. I'll, you'll know when it happens, you know. Uh, other than that, we're just looking every day. When you played Memphis two years in a row in the playoffs, I believe the road team won each time. Yeah. Is that no, I had nothing to do with those, number one. And I don't think it factors in. I think they're, they're just two tough-minded teams, I guess. I don't know. Um, I don't know what happened there. So I've watched them, I can tell you that, and they were really good to watch. Wasn't the prettiest of basketball, which I thought lent its way towards <coughs> Memphis, uh, but it was a heck of a competitive series. Doc, DJ's been playing well against everyone you guys have played recently, whether they've had their full front court or not. Do you see this Memphis front court with Zebo and Gasol as any particular challenge for him tonight? I think it's a challenge. You know, it's a challenge for anybody that plays against him. And, you know, for him, he can only guard one at a time. He can't guard them both. So, um, you know, we're going to try to move them around, you know, today. We're going to use them like, you know, the Bears of 85 use them like Singletary. We're going to put them over here. We're going to put them over here. And, um, but he's been great. I mean, DJ's been absolutely fantastic for us. Doc, Jamal was talking today about, for the first time this season, he and J.J. Redick are going off at the same time. And he called them the best one-two punch in the league. Can you talk about what that adds to the team when they're both going off at the same time? It's awful nice. <laughs> you know, it is. I mean, when they're both scoring, and that means that they're both shooting the ball well uh, from the outside, uh, that means we're going to get to the paint. You know, it's funny how things work. when. For us, when those two guys are making shots, uh, you know, Austin the other night making shots, it's amazing how open the paint becomes, you know, and uh, so it's important for us. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. Now, before we head to our interview with three Clippers players and a Memphis Grizzlies player, we're going to listen to a song by Little Bow Wow. Now, Little Bow Wow, I don't remember him. He was in a movie called Like Mike, and he sung this song called basketball. So we're going to have this this song called Basketball by Lil Bow Wow with online with HD. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Online with HD. Now, I managed to get some interviews with some Los Angeles Clippers and Memphis Grizzlies players, and the first of them was Spencer Hawes. So you're going to hear an interview from Spencer Hawes, who plays for the Los Angeles Clippers, Austin Rivers, who's the son of the coach, Doc Rivers, 
and also Glenn Davis. And we're going to have a listen to these amazing basketball players and then also an interview by Marcus Saul from the Memphis Grizzlies, who's actually an all-star starter, which means that he's one of the best basketball players in the entire league. We're going to have a listen to these interviews exclusively with Online with HD. So I just want to ask you, what do you think is going to be the biggest challenge tonight um, against the two bigs of Marcus Saul and um, Zach Randolph? What, yeah, what I mean, uh, obviously, you know, they, they play a, a unique brand, kind of an old-school brand of basketball, and uh, Zebo and Mark, you know, are as good as any front line front line in the league so we have to you know it's going to be a battle all night and uh you know we they're not going to run anything special they're going to you know they try and go through you so we have to be ready for that thank you so what do you what's it been like for you to play out there alongside dj these last couple weeks now with yeah. Blake out and see what um, he's been able to do out there I mean, so far it's dj obviously is i think probably pound for pound the best best athlete we have and um just seeing what he you know being out there and the, the games, the stretch he's, he's put together, it's impressive. Uh, you know, the, on both ends of the floor, the pressure he puts on uh, on teams is is unique. Have you ever played with anyone with, with that kind of size and athleticism? No, I always kind of joked about it. I, I think as a seven footer, you always like playing with another another one alongside you, kind of a wingman. Uh, and you know, I think for the way that I play. Uh, you know, he, he's kind of the perfect uh, complimenter I am to, you know, to help, uh, you know, where he likes to operate. Does he, like, how much, I mean, if you go into a game against Memphis with their front line, yeah. like, how do you, I mean, how do you go about approaching that with, with him back there? Do you feel like there's going to be, like, a mix of assignments there? Do you yeah, I think, I mean, I, I think, you know, obviously it's, you got to throw different things at them, uh, try and keep them from their comfort zone, from, from playing how they want to play. So, uh, you know, that's a challenge for us tonight, and we look forward to it. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to one, um, ask what you think the biggest challenge is going to be tonight against the Grizzlies. Uh, just controlling the paint, making sure that, uh, you know, um, make sure we play our style of basketball also. You know, um, uh, I think they're really uh, grind out, you know, got to be really patient with that team, you know, because they are, you know, they, they do the necessary things every play. So. Great, thank you. So after coming off your great game um, on on Saturday night, how do you think your game is going to change tonight playing against Memphis Grizzlies? It won't change at all. Um, my mentality, um, you know, you know, obviously I can't predict the future, but you just you play the same way every game. Um, just go out there and be aggressive, and you got to understand you're going to miss shots. You know, you're not going to start off the game four for four or five for five. It just doesn't happen. So if I start off. Three for three tonight, great. If I start over three tonight, whatever, I'm gonna make the next three. You know what I mean? You just gotta be aggressive, continue to shoot, and be aggressive on both ends, and that'll give myself a chance to have an impact. You know, I'm not looking to, you know, score this many or not score this many. I just like to try to make a positive impact and be aggressive to score and make plays on both ends, and that just takes care of itself, kind of. Um, what do you think is going to be the biggest challenge playing against Memphis today? They're, they're a physical team. we got to stop them inside. Um, you know, we just got to have a team effort on the defensive end. Um, they they play grinded out basketball, and that's why they're so tough to beat. they got two, as far as the tandem, um, they got arguably the best two big tandem in the league, you know. Um, so we got to be we got to be focused to stop them. Um, but uh, we got great bigs ourselves. Um, even with Blake out, we still 
got DJ and Spencer stepping up, so we just got to help them down there, and then they got to stop DJ, you know, so uh, we just got to just go out there and be physical, master physicality, and at the end of the day, play Clippers basketball, do what we do, you know, they got to guard the way we play, so we got to do what we do, and we'll be all right. Great, thank you very much. Thank you. Good luck with you. Weren't they fantastic? And they were about to have a great game. Now, I spoke to Marcus Gasol from the Memphis Grizzlies, whose brother actually plays for the Chicago Bulls, and his name is Pal Gasol, and I asked him what it was like playing with his brother. Did you prefer playing with him or against him? So let's have a listen. I just wanted to know, do you prefer playing with Pal um, for your Spanish national team, or do you prefer playing against him in, in the NBA? It's different. I'm, I'm fortunate to play against and with him. You know, when I'm with the, uh, in the summer, I'm fortunate to play with Pal, and when, uh, when I play against him, I enjoy that too. Great. Thank you very much. Hola, come on. Wasn't he fantastic? Now we're going to listen to one of the best songs about basketball and it's from Space Jam and it's actually the Space Jam theme song. So we're going to have a listen to this song and then we'll be right back with some more interviews from the NBA Clippers versus the Memphis Grizzlies. Everybody get up, it's time to slam now. We got a real jam going down. Welcome to the Space Jam. Here's your chance, do your dance at the Space Jam. All right. All right. What a movie that is, Space Jam. It's fantastic. Go and see it. Now, if you've missed any of this, go to SoundCloud and check out the latest episodes because you can hear everything, all the interviews, all over again on the SoundCloud and check out the exclusive pictures that we have from the NBA game as well as the Oscars. So make sure to check that out. Now, at the end of the game, we got to interview Matt Barnes, the all-star Chris Paul and DeAndre Jordan. Now, at the end of the game, there was one play Chris Paul actually fumbled the ball, which meant that they didn't get a shot up, ultimately causing them the game. We're going to have a listen to what he had to say, what DeAndre Jordan had to say and Matt Barnes about this game. Just tough loss against a terrific team. Um, you guys in the moral victories at all? No. Uh, we had a chance to win the game. Uh, you know, we didn't particularly play our best uh, down the stretch, but we, you know, we had the ball in our best players' hands with a, a chance to win. You know, so you're going to take that every day. If you want Chris's last play, Doc said he did like this pacing on the play. What did you? We got to give him some room to maneuver. Yeah. You know, they're a great defensive team, and it would have been a hell of a, an effort, you know, to go one on them. But you know, that's how hot he was. Um, you know, so we got to do a better job of getting wide and letting him go to work. Made you guys score 87 points. I mean, we missed a lot of wide open shots, but I mean, that's what kind of game it's going to be. You know, we, we can play that style. You know, we, we know we can play, uh, you know, a couple different ways. And, you know, there's definitely no more victories, but, you know, for the most part, we played a solid basketball game, and it just came down to a few mistakes down the stretch. Your team is playing well uh, without, like, okay, can you keep that up? Yeah, absolutely. I think it's getting, you know, it's giving guys like Spencer Baby a chance to, uh, you know, really get their, their conditioning and legs under them. So when Blake gets back, you know, he's going to eventually be ready for the playoffs. Thanks, man. Chris, you guys get the ball on that last, well, second to last possession with 12, 14 seconds left, no timeouts. Were you guys as organized as, as you think you needed to be in that situation? Uh, probably not, you know, but, uh, you know, we, we gave ourselves a chance. We had the ball and you at least got to get a shot up by the time. So that's something. Because you had the iPad in front of your locker. Were you reviewing the last play? Did you see anything that could have been done differently or anything like that? Yeah, I was looking at it. Um, play before that, I probably had Spencer Halls. I could have hit. And also JJ rolled up and um, took a tough shot. And then the last play, um, just turned the ball over. All I can think about is if I was at home watching this game, I you know, say, you know, this definitely didn't even get a shot up. You know, so that's the thing. So, uh, and 
that situation, you at least got to get yourself a chance. This hurts right now, but the fact that you get to see them again, I think Thursday or something this week, I mean, does that help that it's not going to be a few weeks down the line and you get to go see them again? And yeah, yeah, um, but we got a game before that. Sure. You know, um, you know, I look at the game again tonight and tomorrow, you know, got to get past it, get ready for a tough Houston game. Houston team had a tough road trip. For whatever reason, you guys have done a pretty good job on James Harden. Has that been just team defense? Has that been JJ? What what is a band that's really kind of slowed down? Team defense. Team defense. James is uh, you know one of the few guys in the league that you can't just go with one person. You know, James is. They the lead scoring the league right now. He's one of those guys like Russ, like Ron, like KD, and stuff like that. He can score in so many different ways, so you, you have to defend him with the entire team. Chris, back, back was here earlier, said he wasn't pleased with the, the spacing and just generally the way the offense functioned pretty much for the whole game. How did you see that? Um, Doc's right. He's a coach. Um, you know, we could have defended better. Uh, this is what we talk about day in and day out, how the game comes down to, you know, just a few plays and execution. And uh, I didn't execute on that last play. Thanks, guys. DeAndre, on that last, uh, when you guys had the ball down one with a couple seconds left, did you feel like you guys were as organized as you, as you needed to be in that I mean, we didn't have any timeouts. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, you know, especially with Blake being out, and even with Blake playing, you know, it's either going to be Blake or Chris at the end of the game. So. Um, we got a rebound, we tried to push it. Um, you know, we, uh, we made a turnover, but you know, they made a good defensive play on the ball and uh, we lost. But we had, a, we had a chance to win it, so um, we'll see in a few days. Okay, hey, DeAndre over here. Uh, are you starting to see the teams are gearing up against you individually, defensively, in ways that perhaps they weren't before when Blake's there and they were having to focus on Blake and Chris. Now you're the big guy inside. Do you notice the difference, especially tonight, a team like the, um, the Grizzlies? I feel it more so like with offensive rebounding. Um, they try to take that away from me uh, early because uh, just me being able to give our team extra possessions is, uh, is really valuable, especially late down in the game. Um, but uh, tonight it was, it was a little tougher. I didn't really get as many. Uh, easy looks as I have before, um, but you know, CP played well. You know, he, he had a lot of points for our team, and, and uh, <clears throat> you know, Jamal, he uh, he had a few points, but we we definitely uh, could have got more from everybody else on the team. Um, but it's just one of those games. It was going to be a grind game regardless. Oh, yeah, we didn't even you know score our average points, but that's the kind of game that it was going to be. Um, but. We'll take this and learn from it, but we got to be better down the stretch on both ends of the floor. You, you kind of feel for Chris a little bit over here. Kind of feel for Chris a little bit, just given what he did all game and then to have it end that way. Yeah, I mean it happens. Um, we're gonna live and die with, with with Chris and and Blake at the end of the game. Um, you know, it was a it was it was a tough. You know, because he was a he played well the entire game and you know one play as a, you know, but. You know, at the end of the day, we uh, we gave up a lot of points at the beginning of the fourth quarter, and we got down early. And um, you know, without Chris, we're not in this game. Uh, you know, down the stretch, so we got to give him credit for 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 that. So it was a close game. 
The Clippers lost by three points, which means that the Memphis Grizzlies won 90-87. to It was a very close game. Great to watch and great to have backstage pass too. This was online with HD's exclusive coverage of the Oscars rehearsal and also of the NBA teams, the Los Angeles Clippers versus the Memphis Grizzlies. It was great having you here. We'll be back next week at 10 a.m. on ZFM Country. And of course, if you've missed an episode, check out our SoundCloud. If you're liking us on Facebook, we'd love to hear your thoughts. Make sure to message us and you can hear everything on SoundCloud. And we'll be back next week. For season two of Online with HD, and we've got a big surprise in store, so make sure you stay tuned. Keep up to date with Online with HD. It's been an absolute pleasure presenting to you from America. And we'll be back next week with Online with HD. This is the best day of my life.